is John Rubino from dollarcollapse.com, and you're listening to Run to Gold. Welcome back to the Run to Gold.com podcast. This is episode 57. I came across a very interesting exchange that happened on CNBC, so I'm going to play a little quote from that and explain it a little bit and how it's basically been what I've been talking about, and then also play the entire clip in context, and then I'll explain it a little bit more. So here you go. Enjoy. Think that it can't happen again, and that's the that's what the new gold monitors are saying. If you take all the world's GDP and divide it by the amount of gold that's above ground that's available, you get a price somewhere 5, between. Well, actually, it's between eleven thousand dollars an ounce, all the way up to fifty. Okay, so if you remember the liquidity pyramid, you got the little Earth at the bottom, and that's world GDP of about fifty-five trillion, and then you got the four trillion of uh, power money, which is gold, silver, and we should also throw in platinum and palladium. And one of the reasons I'm hoarding so much palladium right now is that there's only about 13.5 billion of it produced annually. So as we move to a new monetary system backed by these physical metals, or that are physical metals in the case of something like gold money, and everybody should get a free account, uh, we're going to see a rush to these different uh foreign currencies, because you can think about gold and silver and platinum, and palladium is foreign currency. So we really should add all of them. Uh, but the whole quote and content. That the central banks have to keep a lid on the price of gold for obvious reasons. Absolutely. And the thing that's kind of amusing is Alan Greenspan, if you read his writings from early on, was an advocate of gold backing the currency because, of, this, because of this very, very problem, which is you have a liquidity crisis followed by a, a flooding of money, followed by a confidence crisis. People get nervous and don't think that it can't happen again. And that's, the, that's what the new gold monitors are saying. If you take all the world's GDP and divide it by the amount of gold that's above ground that's available, you get a price somewhere between... Well, actually, it's between $11,000 an ounce all the way up to 50. Chicago, they were sending around an email. I found it so fascinating. They said last week yeah, was like 270 million ounces of yeah. gold. And yeah, Jim like Rickards said, said it was 11000 11, If you actually do the math, it comes out to 50000 which might sound outrageous. But think about this. At $2,000 an ounce, it's a 25 to 1 trade-in. That's not so outrageous. I mean, hey. Give me 25 bucks, I'll give you, let's say, a week. A so we're really currency. not saying it's that it's, gold doesn't necessarily show the emperor has no clothes. It shows that the naked emperor has 20 tailors called central banks. <laughs> That's right. And when central banks start, let's say, lining their pockets or sewing gold into the lapels, people in general, particularly investors, have to start to get nervous. And there's another factor, the ETF. The ETF oh, is, is, is a liquidity cruncher in the sense that if you go to 1975 when gold was first made legal, in 1975... So there we have Rick Santelli actually talking about the gold price suppression scheme on CNBC. And, of course, if you've been following my site for any significant amount of time, you know that the central banks are engaged in the gold price suppression scheme where the asset is being the the price of the asset is being suppressed and not supported and it's being done by owners and not by users and this is because gold silver platinum palladium they pose a mortal threat to the the central bank's fiat paper franchises and so what we're seeing is that there there's this first step away from the fiat currency towards the metal and if you follow Jim Sinclair at all He's talking about, you know, it's going to hit 1650, it's going to hit 1224, then it's going to hit 1650. He pretty much called uh, back in August 19th. 
he said 81 days before dollar implosion, and then boom, November 8th, uh, we saw the dollar implosion starting. Gold's up over $100 now since then. And, you know, this goes right along with what I was saying because I predicted that November would be one of the strongest months, mainly due to the seasonality. And so hopefully we're going to see gold correct, consolidate a little bit in December. Otherwise, uh, it could portend some really shaky uh, stuff going on with the worldwide monetary system. And given that the level of debt that we've got in the system, the lack of transparency, FASB 157, we've got a credit crisis, as I mentioned when I was on BNN News, we had CIT fail, so and the bailouts, they aren't working, so they might not be able to keep a lid on this thing. I mean, gold is, it's starting to pop. And, you know, I'm a, I see a little bit of uh, speculativeness in there, you know, when it's popped 20 bucks a day, 20 bucks a day, 20 bucks a day, you know, I've, uh, fortunately, I already have my positions, and so, but I, I got a call from a reader uh, who, you know, he wanted to order some gold coins, and it was uh, like 11.50, and I said, well, maybe, you know, you'll get a little bit of a pullback, and boom, it's all the way up to 11.90, and so, uh, he bought the coins at 11.50, and and they're already worth more than than it was at the premium. And that's the thing. Like with gold, you can never really go wrong owning gold because it'll always be worth something. And the interesting thing about it is that the higher it goes, the more people want to buy it, and the more people understand its role as money. You know, the new gold monetarists, as the CNBC guys were saying, is people understand its role as money. Uh, they're gonna want to hoard it even more, and. Uh, we're just getting started in this gold bull. I think we're just in stage two, and I don't think we're going to see the parabolic well off top until we have a viable, functioning uh, medium to use gold and silver and platinum and palladium in ordinary daily transactions, uh, which we have with gold money. But, you know, they've got, what, like 12,000, 13,000 users, which is nothing. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think we're just in stage two. We're not going to see the parabolic well off top. But we very well could see a revaluation of the dollar with gold going up to 1650, you know, just boom, and just kind of get up there and stay, and maybe even 2000, because it is such a trade. And the people like uh, Tudor Investments and John Paulson and David Einhorn, they're starting to get it. And, you know, fortunately, if you're listening to this podcast, you have a chance to be the third guy uh, to get in this before everybody starts running to the gold and just drives its price crazy. So anyways, that's just a little bit of that CNBC clip. I think it was very insightful, and you might want to go back and listen to it again. Anyways, this has been episode 57 of the RunToGold.com podcast, and happy Thanksgiving. I uh, want to say one thing. These guys are pretty serious players in our industry. Uh, we provide links from this website to their websites. Take a look at what Trace Meyer has to say uh, at his website, RunToGold.com.